Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. Rejoice, my brothers and sisters, for tis the day of UBI news. We've got nothing but unconditional cash stories, top to bottom. What's not to love? Let's dig in. Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. The Choctaw Nation has announced they will use about half their federal stimulus funds to give some members a fourth stimulus check. They got very close to making it unconditional, but fell into the same trap that sabotaged emergency UI and rent relief. Members 18 and older are eligible for the $1,000 per year for two years, while those under 18 can get $700 per year, The disastrous catch is that they must prove that they were negatively impacted by the pandemic, which is exactly what is cited as the main reason that less than 10% of federal rent relief has been distributed. The burden of proof is simply one that many eligible people cannot or do not know how to or is too arduous to meet. Bureaucracy excluding those in need, all in the name of excluding those not in need, as usual. You are so close, Choctaw. Just make it universal, even if it means smaller payments. It'll do more good, I promise. At least three other tribes have announced similar plans. Meanwhile, in California, Kevin Adler, CEO of nonprofit Miracle Messages, launched a small basic income trial in San Francisco's notoriously high cost-of-living Bay Area. The trial, dubbed Miracle Money, ran from February to now, giving $500 a month to 12 homeless residents and two low-income single-room renters. That wasn't actually the nonprofit's original mission. They started out connecting the homeless with volunteers who called or texted weekly to offer support in various ways. The volunteers reported back that the real need was cash, even just a little bit. So they tried it. The result? Even $500 a month in the Bay Area enabled half the recipients to secure stable housing. 64% said it significantly reduced their stress. Participants used the money on essentials like food, medication, and transportation. One adopted a service dog to help manage seizures. Another helped his daughter pay for college. After seeing these results, the nonprofit remarked that more charity organizations should stop trying to target particular needs and just give money unconditionally. Sounds like a good idea. In fact, the CEO phrased it in a way that reveals part of the reason this doesn't happen more often. He said that more nonprofits should work themselves out of a job, mirroring Yang's campaign leader, Zach Brownman, who cited on Yang Speaks as one of the reasons that charity will never fully solve issues like poverty. Policy is required. And that brings us to the Housing and Urban Development Agency report, which finds that advance payments of the new child allowance would increase the average monthly income of families receiving its assistance by almost 38%, those payments being an average of $550. That is a huge income boost, which also means a huge quality of life boost, and will help them be a lot more productive in society. Which brings us to our final item, Since its founding in 2014, Columbia's Center on Poverty and Social Policy has been researching the impact that a universal child allowance would have in the U.S. based largely on outcomes from food stamps and the earned income tax credit. 
they found it to be the single most effective policy for reducing child poverty. We previously learned their projections that Biden's new child allowance would cut child poverty in half. Now we have a cost-benefit analysis as well. Similar programs reduced low birth weight and neonatal mortality, improved health and well-being, increased lifespan, educational attainment, and lifetime earnings. All of that adds up to a lot more tax revenue and less costs in healthcare, crime, and other ways. As a result, the analysis found that the new child allowance, which would cost $100 billion annually, would generate over $800 billion in annual benefits. That's eight times greater benefit than cost. Now, I'm no financial guru, but I'm fairly certain that 700% return on investment is a good deal. This is a huge debunking of the most common argument against UBI. Keep it in your back pocket, for sure. Let's get this child allowance locked in permanently, gang. Tell your senators to get it passed, or else. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the tribal and homeless basic incomes, the child allowance income effect, and the incredible child allowance cost-benefit analysis. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.